As you know, faith is not a destination. Faith is a journey. And some of you are pretty far along on that journey. But others of you may have a lot of questions. You may be at the very beginning of your faith journey. And the church, well, the church is the last place you think to speak up or ask your questions or voice your doubts. So let's change that. Starting point is where questions about God turn into conversations about faith, about your faith. It's a place where you can actually voice your doubts and explore some of the trickiest topics of faith, free from pressure 
and free from judgment. You see, we'd rather talk with you than at you. And starting point is where that happens. So if you're ready, let's talk. guys, we made it. We made it through 2022 and 2021 and 2020. We made it. And we're finally here in 2023. It's been only a week since our Christmas Eve services and what an amazing two nights it was. The music and the message of hope, the energy in this room. It was so amazing to worship with you that night. And when Tash sang the opening lines to Come all you unfaithful, my heart almost came undone. Oh, come all you unfaithful, come weak and unstable. Come, no, you are not alone. Jesus, that's me and I need you so bad. And then Nelson singing the high harmonies on that one, it was perfect. Thank you to the army of volunteers who helped to pull off those four services. People who gave up a huge chunk of their Christmas holidays to serve others. You are such a blessing to our church and our community. Thank you. And you guys did so good that we gave everybody the day off today. So I hope you're at home in your pajamas enjoying a well-deserved break. I love Fort City. I've been part of this church since I was a toddler. I love all the people who make it happen, and there's nothing I believe that you can't do. I believe there's no obstacle you can't overcome. And it's my privilege to stand alongside Doug, Adrian, Emily, and Shauna, and to lead you. And I hope to be doing church with you for a very long time. Now, last June, I was talking to Adrian a bit about our church and the future of our church, and it struck me. I have all these hopes and dreams about where we might go and what we might do together, but I'm not totally sure about the origin story of this church. I was missing a key part of the Fort City story, the beginning. And so I told Adrian that day that I was going to call up our founding pastor, Ed Carlson, someone I've never met before, and arrange a meeting so I could ask him all about the old days here so that I could round out the story I tell about Fort City. And then after I told Adrian was, I was gonna do this, I didn't do it. I forgot about it, things got busy, but I never did make that call to Ed. Now, fast forward a couple of months, I was sitting in my office on a Friday, and I normally leave the lights off in the lobby and the front door locked of the church on Fridays because it's a day I focus on study and schoolwork, and it's better for me not to be interrupted that day. And so there I am in my office, and suddenly I hear the front door open and close, and then some shuffling of feet in the lobby. Instantly, I was annoyed with myself. I was sure I had locked the door. And so I go out into the lobby, and it's an older gentleman. And he's looking around in the dark lobby and he seems a bit lost. And so I say, hi there, can I help you with something? And he looks back at me and kind of slowly says, you, you don't know who I am, do you? I'm Ed. And I said, Ed Carlson? And he looked back at me and he said, oh, you do know who I am. Ed, at the age of 85, was doing a province-wide tour 
of all the churches he's planted and pastored at, Fort City was his last stop on that journey. And I told him I had been wanting to sit with him and hear his stories, and I asked if he had time to chat. I made him a coffee, and we sat in my office, and I pulled out my phone to record our conversation. Then for an hour and a half, he told me about the good old days here at Fort City. It was such a gift from God to meet him and to listen to him tell me what, what it was like here planting our church back in 1977, 10 years before I was born. Now, Ed is an impressive man of God. At one point, he asked me to turn off the recording, and he said a name, and he asked me if I knew that person. And miraculously, I did know who he was talking about. And with tears in his eyes, Ed told me about how he had been praying for this person to discover Jesus since he had left Fort McMurray 40 years ago. Ed had spent the last 40 years praying for a teenager he met 40 years ago. And now I got to join him in praying for that person too. What surprised me most about talking with Ed was just how much the DNA of Fort City has stayed the same over the years. Ed was committed to making this the sort of church where people far from God could begin their journey toward Jesus. In fact, he talked about his first week here in Fort McMurray in 1977, how he went to all the other pastors in town telling them that he was planting a new church, but that he wanted that church to be made up of new Christians. And he told those pastors that if anyone from their churches came poking around Fort City, he'd send them back to them. He wasn't interested in gathering saints. And 40 years later, we continue Ed's legacy of leaving the 99 in search of the one. It's part of our DNA, the desire to help people discover Jesus for the first time. It runs deep here at Fort City. Sometimes to know where you're going, you need to know where you've been. Deep roots make for a healthy tree. A firm foundation makes for sturdy structures. Jesus once said, I will show you what it's like when someone comes to me and listens to my teaching and then follows it. It's like a person building a house who digs deep and lays the foundation on solid rock. And when the floodwaters rise and break against that house, it stands firm because it is well built. If there is a time for firm foundations, it is now. You don't need me to review all of the things causing tension and instability in your life right now. The list is long, and to be honest, 2023 isn't going to be a cakewalk either. It is going to be a bit stormy. But we are Christians. We are Jesus followers. Our faith and our confidence, our hope, isn't rooted in the shifting sands of politics, power, or finances. We are rooted in Jesus. When you build your life on the firm foundation of Jesus, the rising tides of this life, the stormy gales that are bound to come, they will not cause you to fall. So Jesus isn't new. He's always been there. Since before the foundations of the world were laid, Jesus' roots run deep throughout history. 
It's why when he explained the meaning of the ancient scriptures to the two grieving men on the road to Emmaus, Jesus taught them to look for Jesus, taught them to look for himself in history, to read the old stories and try to find Jesus in them. The Bible reads a bit differently when you're always trying to find Jesus in the stories. And so, it was Jesus who protected Daniel in the lion's den. And it was Jesus who stood beside Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace. And it was Jesus who gave Esther the courage to save her people. And it was Jesus who stood in the valley and gave David the strength to slay Goliath. It was Jesus who put faith into Ruth's heart. And it was Jesus who led Joshua and the people of God into the promised land. It was Jesus who put the words, let my people go into the mouth of Moses. And it was Jesus who invited Abraham and Sarah to trust him in the desert. And it was Jesus who breathed life into Adam's lungs. And it was Jesus who stood at the precipice of creation, knowing what it would cost him, and still chose to bring light out of the darkness. Jesus' roots run deep. His foundations go all the way down to the beginning of all things. This is the sure footing he invites us to build our lives on. This is the firm foundation that he will never fail. What is your life built on? What is your hope in? Where does your confidence lay? We're 10 hours into the new year. And statistically, that means at least half of us have already given up on our new year's resolutions. Don't feel bad. You can try again next year. But listen to me. Ask yourself this question. What would this next year look like for you and your family if you committed to build your life on the firm foundation of Jesus? Would you have more joy? less anxiety, more love, less fear, more wholeness and less hurting. I want you to decide today, to commit today to making Jesus the bedrock of your life. Commit to building your life around him. To commit to praying regularly, but to always pause to listen what Jesus wants to say back to you to commit to reading your Bible, but always looking to discover Jesus in the stories you read, and to commit to attending Sunday worship with your family, but always worshiping Jesus in the everyday moments of your life. You can build your life on the firm foundation of Jesus. You can do it if you want. Last month, I attended a three-day prayer retreat for pastors. And during one of the worship moments, they lined up some people at the front of the room who were available to pray for people. Now, my wife, Adrian's a good person, so she was lined up at the front of the room ready to pray for other people. Me, I was all prayed out. I was exhausted, and I wanted to be prayed for. And so I ended up in front of Jer and Lisa Peters, friends from St. Albert Alliance Church. And as they prayed for me, I began to sense a weight, a heaviness in my feet, almost like I was standing in a concrete slab. I could feel the weight holding me to the ground, preventing me from moving. 
Now, I have a pretty negative inner critic most times that I am constantly working to quiet. And in this moment, he got right to work, spinning this feeling in my feet into a negative thing. My feet were heavy because I was stuck. I was feeling this weight on me because something was holding me back. But as Lisa prayed for me, she began to listen to God on my behalf. And she thanked God for my faith, that my faith was firmly rooted in the foundations of Jesus himself. A foundation that stretched back to the beginning of time. She prayed that I would continue to build my life and faith on this firm foundation. The weight that I was sensing in my feet, it wasn't a curse. It was God reminding me that He is my firm foundation. And when the floodwaters rise and break against me, I will stand firm because of Him. So, let me ask again. What would this next year look like for you or for your family if you committed to build your life on the firm foundation of Jesus? You can do it if you want. Let me pray for us. Jesus, we thank you on this New Year's Day for how much you love for us and how faithful you are to each one of us and that your offer to put our trust in you, to build our lives on you, to surround ourselves with your faithfulness, you have invited us to trust you in that way. And you are faithful to follow through on your promises. Jesus, we thank you that we do not have to be afraid or have anxiety because we know that we build our lives on the firm foundation of this truth, that you love us, that you care for us, and that you never fail. Jesus, help us to trust you all the more this year so that when the wind breaks against us and the waves break against us, we will not fail because we have built our lives on the firm foundation of your truth. pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. You guys, that's it. Thank you for joining us for this quick Sunday morning service on New Year's Day. If you're coffee is run dry go get another one you guys we love you from everyone here at fort city from me from doug from uh, adrian and shauna and emily happy new year god bless